Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to episode six of Brews and Bruins. Uh, a lot of crazy circumstances leading into this podcast. We have teased for about a week now a special guest, and we will introduce him to you in just a second. Um, I don't even know where to fucking begin with this. This has just been an yeah. absolutely crazy couple of days in hockey, uh, in sports, and in life all around with the coronavirus spreading around. Uh, the NBA was the first one to suspend their season. The NHL followed up soon after. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, and it, again, when we started this podcast, this is really not how we expected it to go, but we'll send it around quick. Drew, I'll send it to you first. Uh, you can introduce yourself, and then uh, you can slide in with our uh, special guest today. Yeah, uh, name's Drew. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking Corona today for uh, obvious reasons. I don't know, just to say kind of fuck you to the coronavirus. I, I feel like they're going to figure out this is the cure in a way. Like, it's just going to be this ironic thing, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, with us tonight is the one, the only, the Canadian, Court Lalonde. Bonjour, comment ça va? Um, oh, God, no. no. I know. Well, no I'm French allowed. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Simmer, I'm, I'm not drinking beer. I apologize for that. I'm having a nice uh, Lagavulin 16 with a um, pairing with some M&Ms. There so goes well. Together. Just to let you guys know if you understand, one glass of scotch is like you having like 3 to 4 beers. So when I have my second glass, it's about to get ornery. <laughs> Again, we've talked about this a couple times. I think people come for the Bruins talk and then they stay for the drinking. <laughs> you know, that's, that's yeah. what really sets us apart. At about the 20 to 30 minute mark where there's no schedule, there's nothing. Yeah. Nothing is planned after that. Yeah, although to be fair, I don't think we really have much planned for today. So usually, if you've been listening along, you may have heard us reference it a couple of times. We usually have like a very light Google Doc that just kind of basically outlines what we're going to talk about. We didn't do that for today's episode just because I feel like with all of the chaos going on in the world right now, it's only right that we'd make this kind of a chaotic podcast. Um, so much shit going around. Uh, obviously, if you've tuned into a couple of our episodes, you'll mention or you'll notice rather that Chris Gear is not here today. As you know, he is touring uh, with the the Cowboy Club. He's going on bull riding <laughs> competitions in I don't know where he is. He says he's in Massachusetts right now. I don't believe him. I think he's just like... Oh, I, saw, I saw on his Instagram. Yeah, he was in Massachusetts. That's some, what he wants. He's, at, to think. he's having a beer he's somewhere. A, he's at, he's either in Georgia or Louisiana right I th- now. I thought he which... was in Georgia. All right. Well, they're the same. They're south. They're <laughs> well, south of Massachusetts. South. They're I, south of New York. It's the same to me. I, I was that. born in Georgia. I'm pretty sure he said he was in Athens. Let me just let me just. Uh, we can... You were born in Georgia, Canadian. My ass. <laughs> wow. Listen to you, eh? Yes, I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. 
But I only lived there for three weeks, and then I moved to Boston, Massachusetts. Hey. Um, so, yes, okay. he is it's at acceptable. Creature Comforts in Athens, Georgia. I'm actually very jealous <laughs> of him because there's a recording studio right around the corner from there that's phenomenal. I, I wish we were, like, live right now so some crazy listener will, like, go down there and, like, find him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, actually, Court. I have a. Uh, I have a cousin. Kind of same thing. He was actually born in Boston, and then briefly moved to Florida, and then moved up to Toronto. And now my most of my family is in Toronto. He's in school out in uh, in Halifax in Nova Scotia right now. But uh, I got some family in Toronto. Great city, honestly. But um, I love Canada. I'm thinking about defecting there soon. At this point, <laughs> yeah. like, with how this is going, I don't think they're gonna let me in though. So well, well, they'll let you Not in. Right but now. the new rule is, it, like we just got told today, so they're shutting down schools here in Ontario. Um, so it's March break next week for the kiddies, um, including my daughter. Um, and then school will be closed an additional two weeks after that. So no one can go back to school until April second, I believe. They're gonna be shutting down all universities. It's pretty much going to be skeleton staff everywhere. They're closing down all the major attractions. Um, and we only have, I think we had 17 new cases today, but they just want to stop it before it gets bad, unlike yeah. some other places that I watch on the news. Yeah, what um, a concept, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's, 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 it's just those charts, man. Yeah. <laughs> up, up, up. They want them to level out. And Seven of the okay, new cases but... today were all coming from the U.S., so... They have now put a mandatory um, quarantine if you go to the U.S. So uh, many things happened today for me that uh, made me a little sad. I am no longer coming to have drinks with Drew at the fours. I'm so bummed. And watching some hockey like I do once a year with him. But uh, if we go to the playoffs, Drew, you know we'll be back. I'll be there. Yeah. For Toronto series, maybe. No. I, I really do feel, we can talk about it right now, if they come back. And it's an extended period of time. They are going to end the regular season as it is. The Boston Bruins will play Columbus in the first round, and we'll go from there. I really do think that's what's going to happen. I uh, some people are putting out, oh, they're only going to be off for a week. That that makes zero sense. No, it makes going to be at least the rest of the month. At least, at the least, a hundred percent agree. At, at earliest, the first week of April, because you're going to first. The NHL said they're going to be testing all the players, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's. They're going to have to test every team, every player, every staff member. That's two to three weeks just there. Yeah, if you think about the low, especially in the U.S., we don't have a lot of those testing kits. And I don't want to get political here, but we don't have a lot. We're very unprepared. I don't don't know Canada's situation 100%. I just know the U.S. was not prepared for this, at least as prepared as uh, in Europe, how they were with rapidly getting these testing kits out. Canada is prepared. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'll, I'll see you soon. We, we have, like I always say to, uh, we have the free health care. Just, uh, you know, come on down. <laughs> Must be nice. Well, come on up, I guess. I guess it depends on how you're orienting your map. But yeah, yeah I'm going to start no crashing on your couch, Court. <laughs> well, I got, yeah, I got showed you the basement. It's nice. It's a big couch. You'll be okay. It's nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So I think the, the kind of logical place to start here, like, a week ago, we were just talking regular Bruins hockey, and now there's no hockey at all being played. I think the logical place to start is just to send it over to you guys, and we can all kind of discuss um, our last week, and then you know when we really saw for sure that the NHL was going to suspend its season, and just kind of everybody's initial reactions to this. So who wants to who wants to jump in with that? Oh, last week was pretty good. Amid all this, I'm forgetting exactly what happened. I know some good stuff happened. We beat um, Philly 2 nothing. We lost yes, to Tampa in the brawl for all, and we bought, beat Tampa the 
the game before. No, we we lost to Tampa the first time, which we no, talked we, about on we, the. We, uh, no, we, we beat, beat Tampa them, the then first lost. time. Yes, and we, then lost, we lost. Yeah. Trying to help each other. Oh, we were recording during the Florida game. That was an OT yes. win. Yeah. Yeah. So really, it's Florida's second battle with Tampa and oh, Philly is, that we're talking about here. Is that the one where you were making fun of my grammar and then you conveniently for the next week had the worst grammar yeah. anybody no, it was seen. really the next it was the next 24 hours wow. it was when i was live when i was live tweeting the tampa game it was awful and i was sober and the minute i picked up a beer it went back to normal and it was fine <laughs> it was the weirdest fucking I, thing it's, it's almost like karma came at you i was trying to be nice and you know because i know your obsession with the uh, was zeppelin and yes my <laughs> Grammarly on my phone, spelt it a different way. But hey, whatever, whatever. Take your karma. shots. Take your shots. Huge karma. Pearl's yeah. a better band. Um, yeah, no. In terms of this last week, that all-out brawl, basically with uh, with Tampa, as much as a brawl can be in 2020 yeah. in hockey, um, that was really good. It was reminding me of if that. Uh, what year was that against Montreal? Horton was there. It was like all these Pelicans. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it reminded me of that. It was basically that if it happened in 2020, where there's less fighting majors, but there is all of that extracurricular. Um, very entertaining, despite a loss. Very entertaining. Um, it was a good game overall. Those two shorthanded goals that Tampa had uh, was really the that that wound up being the difference maker. Yeah. yeah so I. Was at- I I wanted to backtrack on what you just said there, Drew. There was a loss. Now, we've all been told many, many years that if the Bruins fight, they win hockey games. So what happened? I'm so I'm so <laughs> confused true. because they went out there. They out-hit them. They out-fought them. They, they did exactly what the some in the fan base say the Bruins need to do. And you know what? They the lost, most they, vocal. The most yeah. vocal in the fan base. They so lost much- that hockey game. Yeah, it's almost like you need people to score goals. It's almost like hockey is actually decided by who scores more goals and not who beats the pulp out of the other team. Crazy concept, but I'm starting to get that idea that that actually might be what it's about. Yeah, I'm starting to think Haggerty was wrong. <laughs> no, no. Our Colin from, uh, Colin from uh, Bruins Diehards, he had a GIF or GIF, whatever you'd like to call it. I'll GIF. call it I'll call it GIF because I'm old. This is a good debate. I'm Team hey, GIF. It, GIF. <laughs> this is what it, we're... I, say the I don't GIF. care what's it's right. G-I-F. I'm Team GIF. G-I-F. Like, how, how is it not spelt another way? I know in Canada we spell color different and favorite different, but like... It's something it's GIF. like... It's something like with how you actually pronounce the word the G stands for? Don't care. Yeah, I know. It's GIF. Anyway, okay. go ahead. So I don't know what you're he saying. had a go great... Ahead. You got to go up on Twitter. He had a great GIF war with Haggerty. And uh, he won. He won the battle. Um, we uh, did he get blocked? Because that's how you really win the battle. If you get, <laughs> you know blocked what? At the if, end. if if I have never got blocked by by Haggerty, I don't think anything's possible at the moment because I pretty much took pictures of him once on Twitter and was making fun of him live at a hockey game um, <laughs> because I saw him up in press row and he was very. Let's just say passe to me being introduced to him. So then I took it upon myself while sitting in the box to be his commentary throughout the hockey game. <laughs> and then when he was tweeting about something, would take a picture and be like, impossible. You weren't even watching the game. This is the second week in a row that we've we've shat on him. So. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. And again, a little disclaimer here. I, I like 
I have never met Joe Haggerty. I have no problems with him as a person because I've never met him. I just personally disagree with a lot of his opinions when it comes to hockey because kind of what Court Quick was talking bait. about. Yeah, it's like, well, not only just that, but it's like he seems to really like drive home the old time. And look, I'm, I'm not against fighting or like old time hockey. Like that game against Tampa Bay, you're lying if you're telling me that wasn't one of the best games of the year. Everybody loves to watch that. Despite the loss. Yeah, yeah. but like, again, it's like it's not just about who hits the other team more. And like, I understand you got to protect your stars and your goalie and things like that. Like, I did not have a, a you know crazy hockey career or anything. I grew up playing club hockey and I played club hockey here at Maryland. But I was always a defenseman, so like I take my goalies very seriously. If somebody steps in that crease, it's my responsibility to go after them. But like, that's not what wins you games. At the other end of the day, you have to outscore the opponent. And yes, those two are kind of related. But simply beating the pulp out of somebody is not going to win you hockey games. So that's where I have my biggest problem with him. Yeah, Sean Thornton is the last quote unquote enforcer that the Bruins will ever have. Yeah, I. That's I, it. I agree. He's with a dinosaur now. Yeah. I mean, he's not in the league, obviously. I mean, that's also due to age. But yeah, no, you're not going to see a quote-unquote enforcer. You're going to see guys like, I guess, Lucic is hanging in there. But I mean, even he him. is not the player um, he used to be in Boston. No, exactly, right? like, exactly. Because the league is a lot faster now. Lucic thrived during that period. That that cup run in 2011, maybe a little after. Sure, he thrived because the game was focused around both skill but also that physical side and now players are way too fast it's hard for (laughs) Lucic to even find someone to hit because people are moving so fast Uh, plus with the rules uh, in terms of physicality uh, the headshots and suspensions and all that it's tough so yeah that's the last quote-unquote enforcer that's all their role is enforcer that you're gonna see and I honestly have nothing against Mr. Haggerty personally either he was uh, nonchalant when he met me, he probably doesn't even remember the incident in, in in all because you know he's he's a he's he's a busy man. But uh, I am agreeing with Cam on busy man with those clickbait articles. <laughs> yeah, I just it, the stuff he writes, I'm just like I get it. Like you know, I respect what he has to do because you know what he gets paid to do this and he still has a job doing it. But at the same time, it's like, damn, you write crap. So <laughs> his, his takes are terrible and ah, yeah, like he's never right. Like when is he ever right? Like he's never right, so I, I don't get it. It is what it is, but yeah, I I'm I'm of the the mind that the Bruins are a tough team. They play tough. Um, when Wagner hits, when Carlo hit, like when they separate players from the puck, that's playing tough hockey to me. To me, getting the puck and having the puck longer than the other team and scoring—that's what you're supposed to do in a hockey game. Not go out there fight guys. It does nothing. It riles up the crowd. Everybody loved that Tampa game. Everybody talks about that Tampa game, but. At the end of the day, the Bruins didn't get two points. Yeah, that's 100% what matters. That's the most important and thing. And we kind of glossed on this last week, but, like, he was really getting – I don't want to – we say this every – I don't want to make this, this a so-and-so a, podcast. We say this every this week. I don't want to make podcast. this a Joe Haggerty podcast. But, like, again, he was, like, really, like, talking big time about that Krejci fight, which, like, yeah, it ended up working out all right for the Bruins. But could you imagine if Krejci breaks a finger there and – I guess the season keeps on happening because here we are. There's no hockey being played. But if you lose Krejci for a couple months because or weeks even because of a broken finger from a fight, like that's just not worth. Like Krejci's job is not to go fight people. It's to score goals and set up other people for goals. That's where his specialty is. So it's like you got to kind of draw the line there. Yeah, I bet the the coaching staff and management were 
shitting their pants during that. I, fight. I was shitting my pants. I like. was a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I was nervous, but then you see that smile on his face. Yeah. Oh, he threw some haymakers. Like I'll give him credit for that. He threw some fucking haymakers. Like he was going at him. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, again, the Bruins have tough players. You don't need. That's the thing is that you don't need Every, for everybody. Anymore. Cam just air quoted when he said tough. I did. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, so here's my thing. It's like you need to be able to separate enforcers from tough players. The perfect example, I think, is Kevin Miller. Kevin Miller is a strong hockey player. He's, an, he's a good defenseman. He gets the job done on both ends of the ice. Granted, he's more defensively minded. I think everybody can agree on that. But at the end of the day, he's a tough guy. He will throw around the opposition, but at the same time, he gets the job done playing hockey, not just beating the living pulp out of people. So I think, like, Kevin Miller, when you're talking about tough guys, new age enforcers, if you will, Kevin Miller is kind of the model in that aspect. So, Speaking of Kevin Miller, um, and I suppose injuries going along with that, if I know we said, uh, or especially Court mentioned that the season, as he he pours a new drink, um, the season regular season. <laughs> well, oh yeah, sorry. We're not supposed to admit we're drinking on the Bruise and Bruise <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, as Court had said, the regular season will they'll probably just call it and go into playoffs when all of this is over. I agree with that. But if they are to extend it a bit or however long this break is, um, when you consider both Miller, but. It, Name uh, more importantly, I suppose, uh, or realistically, Carlo and Krug injuries. They're going to come back at hopefully a hundred percent. I don't know the length of their injuries that they stated, how long they're expected to be out, but that is a. It, I guess it can apply to a lot of teams who have injured starters, but that could potentially be a pro almost if there is any to take away from this yes but you're also going to get tampa to get a healthy stamkos and exactly that's what i mean it kind of levels the playing field but uh, it also allows these teams it also allows the toronto maple leafs to get knocked out in the first round again oh yeah (laughs) yeah if they make it if they make it if you look at the standings and say they played the rest of the season i I don't know what they are today. The other day I saw they were like two or three points ahead of Florida, and Florida had a game in hand. Correct, but if they go by, this is just all conjecture. I'm not going by any facts that I know. So if you look at it, say, you know, the the smart mind says that they're going to be out two to, ne- two to three weeks at the most because if you look at what happened in Wuhan and everything else in the world, it was about a month until everything mm-hmm. started going the other way. I still also feel that, the NHL would rather come back and have fans in the stands, but if oh yeah, you can't if, you can't play playoffs. No, you can, you can. I think they. they I don't the, think they'll play. The, the NHL the crowd, is a gate driven, money driven league. They need they need the gate as much as anybody, but at the same time, they can't afford uh, to not have playoffs and not have the game on TV, especially because they want to be able to raise the cap next year. So you have a situation here where. If, say, they did end the season right now, they would go on point percentage and not games played and not points. Because then you can't have you can't have people like, look, if you, you look at the standings right now, you have the Minnesota Wild, who are at 77 points. They're one point out of a playoff spot. Unfortunately, they would still, they have 35 wins. It, it, it's tough how they would do it. But I would guess, my guess, is they would go by uh, points percentage. And then you're mm-hmm. not having to worry about people that didn't play the same amount of games. So then yep. Columbus, in fact, wouldn't be in the playoffs. And the well, Boston Bruins, unless you're unless you're playing Detroit, those are 
almost auto the Boston Bruins, you know, the Boston Bruins (laughs) in the first round of the playoffs would be playing the New York Islanders. If that were the case with the point percentage. Yeah. If they go by point percentage, the New York Islanders would make the playoffs and they play the Boston Bruins in the first round. So I like the idea of Columbus a little better, despite their track history from last year. Well, I think I'm just going off what I'm, I'm looking at here. No, definitely. But that brings up a topic. Who would you rather see Columbus or the Islanders in the first round? Obviously, Islanders, 100%. Really, obviously. Yeah, the goaltending. They don't have it. Obviously. Oh, sorry. My apologies. I don't know. I actually (laughs) might go with Drew on this one. I think I might rather take Columbus. And again, this is like, this is hard to say looking back to last season. I know almost nothing about either team right now. Oh, okay. The star power on the Islanders is really my only concern. But their goaltending and defense is just not there anymore. But Tuca can't win the big games, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think I'm gonna That's a joke, by the way. As, I know. I was going to have to with, Same with me saying uh, trade Bergeron when we were talking about the trade deadline a few episodes yeah. back. I think that was the first episode. When <laughs> yeah, like, somebody took that Bergeron. seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hot take. <laughs> it's a definite uh, hot take. No, I think Very I would – mm, I, I don't know. It's t- Again, like I think I would – slightly rather play Columbus, but again, I feel like that's a dangerous thing to say just watching what they did against Tampa last year. Like, you can't forget that. You know what I mean? That, granted, the team's changed a little bit since then, but like, at the end of the day, it's it's the same core there, and, and they kicked the living pulp out of Tampa Bay team that everybody had going at least to the Eastern Conference Final last year, so... I don't know. It would be tough. But that was a, It was a very different team in terms of Bobrovsky. Yeah. Bobrovsky! Yeah. Which is, like, it, the core is there for sure, but imagine the Bruins without Pasternak and Rask. That's a very fair point, yeah. <laughs> the, the one positive I mean... we can take, and again, this is all so relative with sports and everything right now, obviously, but the Bruins were the only team to hit 100 points this year. I'm mean, happy at least they, that they got to the 100-point mark. Be, you know? They might still yeah. finish the only but team. Can we get into the points. sad fact that Pasta, if they do end the season, does not get hit 50 goals? I know. I was talking about that earlier because uh, he was so obviously going to get and there. And he's tied with Ovi for the yeah. Uh, yeah the but you, right but now. on the good point, a Toronto Maple Leaf will not win a trophy again because <laughs> they're terrible. And... They'll have to play Tampa in the first round without home ice advantage, and Leaf fans again will have to cry because their team will get knocked out in the first. Yeah, it's probably. I mean, barring another collapse from Tampa, but I, I'll tell you what: I would not want to see Tampa in the first round this year. Nope. No matter who you're playing, and I still, I, I think the Bruins in a theoretical Bruins-Tampa matchup in the second round, which again really should be an, uh, an Eastern Conference final, but it, it wouldn't be just because of the NHL's stupid I wrote an article format. about that for Bruins Diehard. There you go. You did. Oh, yeah, Drew writes for Bruins Diehard. I yeah. was reeled in by court. Yeah. Go ahead, Cam. I didn't That's mean all right. No, you're, you're good, you're good. I'm just saying. I've I, I technically reeled in Chris, too, so don't worry about <laughs> hey, it. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I heard that. There you go. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I just would not want to play Tampa the first round. I think the Bruins and Tampa in a second-round series would be a Cam, damn good one. But uh, I think the Bruins <laughs> definitely have what it takes to get. Uh, thank you, Court. I think the Bruins definitely have what it takes to uh, to take down Tampa. But I'll tell you what: after last season, there, there's just no way I see Tampa going out in the first round, and that sucks for Toronto fans. But hey, I'm not complaining, right? Like we're, we we all know who we're at here. Well, Chris, to be honest with you, nothing sucks for Toronto fans. We want all we want is misery for those Toronto. That's, fans. that's all they're As, going for. As someone who who has to live in this territory, we want nothing but misery for the Toronto fans. That's all I want. Behind enemy lines. I just want misery all day long. Yeah. 
it's tough. Well, yeah, it was a it was a crazy week. I mean, I think everybody saw the writing on the wall as soon as the NBA canceled or can, I won't say canceled, suspended. Technically, suspended. who knows what's going to happen? Um, I mean, it's all pure speculation at this point. Will it be back in a couple weeks? In a month? Will we have playoffs going? Will we have regular season a little bit? Will it go into July? It's like there's so many questions right now. I don't think anybody has anything close to an answer. But yeah, if I'm a betting man, they're 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 coming back. I'll make the bet yeah, right now. Yeah, I think uh, a very good point made in the NHL statement, which I don't have in front of me, but the key takeaway I took from it is that they mentioned how, oh, I forget the name of the player now, but an NBA player, I think actually two now, contracted coronavirus. Yeah. And the fact that they share basically all of the facilities yeah. with them, all the yeah. locker rooms, I can't, I, personally, because I don't know the NBA at fucking all, I can't think of an NHL team that, doesn't share maybe like minnesota or something there are definitely a few yeah there's a couple but not many yeah yeah so they share those locker rooms they share the crowd they share you know everything in that arena they they they're all there so there is a very high possibility that an nhl player has the virus and doesn't know it because I mean, I don't have all the facts of me. I'm not a fucking doctor or anything, but I know the incubation uh, period is 14 days, roughly. So they could have it and not even know it because they're not showing symptoms. So I would expect a player to come out and say they have it yeah. at some point. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a big reason to do it. It's not just the scare, like this is a pandemic, oh, God. It's the fact that they're sharing facilities with someone that has it. It's almost like... You you're working with someone that has it almost, you know. So I 100 percent agree stuff. with you. If they if the guy on the Utah is it Utah right? Utah yeah, Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he doesn't get it, and there's two of them, there's two of them now on the on the Jazz, and a coach or a ref or somebody. I think it's a ref. Um, they all have it, and in, in Toronto, the Toronto Raptors right now are under quarantine. Yeah. yeah, same with the Celtics. It was the last five teams to play the Jazz that are under uh, quarantine or. Yeah, basically social distance. But. So the way it works is, so say the NHL tests all those players, so that team then gets put on quarantine, and then say in that 14 days, if anybody gets the virus during those 14 days, the quarantine starts at zero again and goes right back to normal. Like it goes yeah, back to that's start, the... it goes back to two weeks again. They're going two weeks from then. So yeah. I I understand what the NHL is doing, and they're just trying to get ahead of it. Like what what they're doing over here in Ontario right now, where they're just shutting everything down. It's not like it's you know, a ton of cases out here, but they're rather, how about we just shut everything down, let everything pass, give it three weeks, and then we'll come back. Court, I have a question for you. What's the deal with Canadian juniors? I know college hockey is, is pretty much being shut down. What's the deal with USHL. the CHL? Yeah, and the USHL, USHL as well. What about I the, will, the so I game? called a friend of mine today when I was coming back from my, I sent you that picture from the grocery store, my yeah. hour lineup. Yeah. Uh, he says as of right now, nothing has been canceled, but... He says it's imminent, so let me just look this up. OHL, which is great. This is great for business for the uh, grocery stores. Yes, so <laughs> at least today, fifty a minutes week from ago, now, not so much. Yeah. Following consultation, so fifty minutes ago, they just released a statement. Following consultation with medical professionals, the National Hockey League, Canadian Hockey League, Hockey Canada, the CHL Board of Directors, as well as the Ontario Board of Governors, it was determined that all hockey activity in the OHL will be paused until further notice. As okay, a result so, yeah, of doing the same COVID nineteen, I don't see. It, it's kind of funny. Canada runs on hockey. As soon as the NHL shut down, within minutes, 
the Ontario government and all the government, all the CBC popped up on the TV and they were pretty much shutting down Canada. It was kind of hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I know the USHL outright canceled the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. Like it's on pause. We, but, I mean, we can... put, in Canada, we're going to pause it because you could put hockey on in the summertime. You could mm-hmm. put, think about it, you could put hockey on during the Super Bowl and people would watch hockey. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I, I wish that were the case here. Yeah, I, yeah Cam and I are coming and moving in with you. We'll 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 find our own place, but we need you there while we find jobs and everything. You know? <laughs> Fair we're, enough. We're coming. Well, uh, it's person- like I was in Florida one time while the Tampa Bay Lightning were playing the Boston Bruins, and I couldn't get the game on TV. Yeah, like what the fuck is that? <laughs> That's ridiculous. But uh, on a personal level, how this is affecting me, and I think Cam in a similar way, though I don't know the specifics for you. I go to Salem State University in Massachusetts. Uh, come kill me. No, please <laughs> don't. Um, <laughs> I will not tell you what dorm I'm in. But uh, I got a 617 on your door. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I do, because that is for Lord Hobo Brewery. This episode is not brought to you by them, but I'm about to drink one of their beers, hopefully. I've switched to a Voodoo Ranger, by the way. Um, so Voodoo Ranger I am now on a Lagaluvin Special Edition Distiller's Edition, which is... Ooh, that's too fancy for me. <laughs> um, but on a personal level, this is affecting me school-wise, because a lot of schools in Massachusetts have... Uh, I think one, I think it's Suffolk, canceled the rest of their semester... Um, a lot of schools in Massachusetts are moving to, especially based in Boston within the city, are moving to online courses. So the rest of the semester, they're adapting it to be all online. For Salem State, our break starts tomorrow. So we dropped this episode on Friday. So I will be home on spring break editing that unless Cam edits it. I don't fucking know what we're doing. We never have a plan. Um <laughs> But our break starts then. They announced that they're extending our break by a week. So the rest of March, we won't be back in school. And at some point next week, they will announce whether or not we're going online or if we're coming back. And I fully expect to be online. So um, I think that's what everyone's doing. And it's it's the big social distance thing. That's why they're pausing the NHL and the NBA. Um, and, and some soccer leagues, I think uh, – like the Spanish soccer league or something is is postponed yeah. for for uh, no two no weeks, like so. everybody is yeah, um, yeah. the the great CNN that was the one I heard when the NBA did it in the same day the Spanish league postponed, I I poked so. I here I'll read I it think to you I it's posted the Liga something. it's La Liga What's, yeah what yeah. has Liga is that Spain it's Spanish is La Liga soccer. yeah yeah yeah. Um, I know the Premier League, the English Premier League is doing the same, uh, they're meeting or they're going to announce something, I imagine it's going to be the same thing, which sucks for me, and I, my heart out again to Chris here, he's not here, but I know he's a fellow Liverpool fan, like, the Reds oh, were taking the title this year, and you know, that's just not happening, well, I yeah, don't know, maybe no, it will, who knows. No, but. it's not, so, <laughs> yesterday was like, everybody, everybody calls it like the day of doom. So yesterday you had Man City and Arsenal game match postponed. Rutgers closes athletic events. College Football Hall of Fame classes 2020 announced. CBI tournament canceled. WSJ says MLB exploring alternate sites for games. By the way, MLB closed down today. Columbus Blue Jackets uh, close home games to the fans. Tulsa football players quarantine. Gold State Warriors close home games to fans. Sandal LA uh, XFL games to be played. There is I didn't even know XFL even started. Yeah, they, uh, they canceled, canceled too. too. Oh, thank God. Today, Ohio yeah. government concerns NCAA double games in Ohio will be done without fans. Um, they've since canceled everything. The list is crazy pants. If eyes against holding sporting events. Like, they went from at 2 o'clock saying they would hold it without fans, NCAA, to 4.15 saying we're done. 
Like, that's hilarious. They, in a two-hour span, they were like, we're just going to have games with their fans, too. Yeah, we're just not having games. Yeah. I know the Big um, East, uh, like, they had a game going on. There was, like, a halftime, and then they suspended the, the Big East uh, postseason mid-game. Well, Jazz Thunder, that, that yeah, game yeah. was starting. People were there in yeah. the stands, and they just walked off the court. Yeah. It's, it's Mind ridiculous. You, like, two players on that team had the coronavirus. There's yeah, even a yeah. picture... There's even a picture of the coach on the sidelines, and he's, like, got his picture. head down. A, a video, sorry. My apologies. Um, and it shows him, like, white... pronunciation white... of picture. <laughs> Canada. Somebody from Massachusetts oh, is talking Canada. about an accent. Listen. <laughs> hey, smart See, talk. I don't smart have talk. a Boston go, accent I know until you I don't. start drinking. So. <laughs> okay. We'll get smart there soon. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson can get sick. Anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Hanks. That was heartbreaking. For Wasn't me. it though? It really was. That one hurt. Yeah. What? That's when I started getting scared. It got me that's in the feels. Really, when my friend messaged me that Tom Hanks got it, and I was like, "Oh God, this I, is it. I think I have it." Like, <laughs> just by yeah, through contact over the looking at Tom Hanks being sick over the phone. Just got me sick yeah. immediately. So, uh, All the way in Australia. Yeah. Of course, uh, <laughs> lucky for him that he was in Australia, though, because he could actually get tested. What a concept again. Plus, I, Australia <laughs> is a fun country when it's not on fire. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Too soon. Was, maybe too soon, yeah. yeah. That's it's like not a, too soon. Bad joke. I'm not saying, like, ha-ha, yeah, they cause fires. It's, it's a humanity thing, and we won't get into politics too much. Theme but. parks at Walt, just breaking news, theme parks at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida and Disney Paris resorts will close for the morning of March 15th through the end of the month. Yeah, and probably yeah, that's expected. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they won't. A I, lot uh, of a lot of movies are also canceling their release. There was one, ah. Uh, it's the one that um quiet uh, quiet two thing with uh, yes, John Karansky. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smartpock. Smartpock. release. Huh? Smartpock. Smart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Smartpock. Smartpock. Right, it took me a minute to realize nah, that. It's all right. Um, Slow. Super Bowl play. commercial for anyone out there who's just so diehard hockey that they don't get shit about Or for people out in Canada, in the thing that was on the news and everybody thought was funny cuz you know, we don't get the commercials. So. Yeah. We uh no, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's okay. We have oh, not. We, there's not much Bruins we can talk about, so we can. Hey guys, do you think Pass is going to hit fifty? No. Do you think uh, the Bruins will finish more than a hundred points? No. Okay, we're done. I think the. I think the next couple of weeks it's going to be like this Bruins history kind of thing. Like, I don't know what we're doing. I just know this is going to keep going. Hopefully, I figured um, we'd like sim a season, the rest of the season on like NHL twenty, and then like yeah, somehow have the Sabers win it. Like it's not even possible. We should. But. We should I've got a I trivia have... question for you. Who did Ray Bork score his very first goal against? Both I don't know, but I see that, that himself both in the you, backyard. Both of you weren't born, so. Yeah, I do see in the, the Ray Borg picture in the back there, though, Court. Much respect on that one. I, I think I see a smudge signature on there, too. I'm not, uh, there is definitely a signature on there, and then we even have, um, who's that? Oh, that's Tukes. That's the guy that can't <laughs> win big can't, games. can't win the big games. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, one of the things that I'm... CWBG, Tuka Rask. One of the things that I'm upset about that I've talked about a couple of times on the the podcast recently was um, I discussed how everybody, of course, is making a huge deal about Charlie McAvoy uh, not hitting, scoring goals all season. And of course, I like how we completely dodged the trivia question. Yeah, no, it's just like, yeah, fuck that (laughs) shit. I don't know, so go ahead. Well, no, we got Montreal Canadiens. There you go. Oh, well, perfect then. 
So I, we were talking about Charlie McAvoy not scoring. Everybody was flipping shit, and we were like, hey, it's not the big of a deal. He's still being effective. Um, I kind of was talking about how I expected post-All-Star break. As soon as he scored that first goal, I mentioned how last season he had six goals after the All-Star break, and I was like, he's going to hit that. As soon as he potted the first one, I was like, he's tucking six this, this season in the second half. And he got the five, and then they suspended the rest of the season. And I'm pissed. Like, uh, there's uh, so many things to be upset about. And again, like, take this all with a grain of salt because obviously sports are not the most important thing going on right now. But seeing as this is a hockey podcast, is what we're going to talk about. He got the five goddamn goals, and then they suspended the season. And now I feel like an idiot because he didn't get the six. Maybe we'll get there if we resume the season again. But at this point, who fucking knows? Like, it could be anything right now. I hope not because, you know, Chucky looks like, you know, Bork when he was playing, his nickname was actually Porky. Um,. Chucky looks like the guy that can put on some LBs real quick, so we got to make sure that guy hits the gym and keeps going. <laughs> He's got the chubby cheeks. I do too. I know y'all can't see me. Hey, no, no, so do I. Listening to the podcast, I have I, I, I have kid. Charlie McAvoy's face, but just like eighty percent less attractive. So, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got the like Char- Charlie McAvoy is like my spirit animal. He's like the type of player that I like was. I was just obviously far worse, but like just like. Playing defense, he can throw the body around. He likes to play offensively, you know, like skating the puck up the down ice. low behind the net. When you see him with the puck behind the net, it's exactly. Drew, exactly. Did, Drew just likes him down low behind. <laughs> ooh, you said it. Hockey porn is funny. Now <laughs> I'm not saying ooh to your to your comment like for so shade. How I'm about saying, this? Ooh, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> well, while so, we're talking about it, his point <laughs> shares right now, according to HockeyReference.com. 6.9, so there you go. It's very nice. Whoa, it fits right nice. Fits right in. <laughs> hey, Ohio officials estimate 100,000 people in the state have coronavirus. Yeah, no, there's what? definitely a Where? shit ton Where? of people that in the United have States it don't realize they have it. Ohio has 1,200. Oh, Ohio. Ohio has 1,200 confirmed cases. That's why Columbus, before they even announced Columbus, was like, we'll be not having crowds at games. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't think yeah. I... It was I, San Jose first, though, because I know Calvary we're not. I, I knew, well, beginning. my wife was supposed to be in San Diego this week, and that just she was like, "No, I'm going." I'm like, "I don't think you're going." <sighs> I am getting to the point where I don't want to get political here, but I think you guys have been lied to for a little bit. I'm just I'm going to throw that say. out there. You don't right? say. We've been lied to, but we knew we were being lied. No, to. no, no. I wasn't talking about everything that comes out of his mouth. I was just talking about the <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> no, 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 that too. As a Canadian who gets to vote for the, the US election, I can talk smack. For the past two weeks, it's it's been like, but but it's a big deal. Why are you understating it? And it, here hey, we are. That Tucker Carlson thing last night was the most funniest thing I've I ever seen. It's I like, watch no, 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 neither do I. It was all over Twitter. As much as I never agree with that man, he put out a video pretty much saying, please don't lie. Please this is not just the flu. He like it was just like it was like he was talking directly to the man. Oh. It was like he was talking to him. He probably was because that's what he watched. I also saw like a tweet from like Ben Shapiro being like, "So when does everybody get testing?" And I was like, "Bro, like now you're gonna go on like everybody should get testing." Like fucking yeah. hell. Like I mean, I think there's a lot of there is a lot of not fear mongering like sensationalism around it. But at the same time, it is a very serious thing because, A, there is no cure. B, a lot of us are in the dark about it in terms of not fully understanding it. Um, like, we all understand the flu. 
now, which used to be a pandemic, Mm -hmm. but now we have a vaccine and such. This is going to become something like that where there's a vaccine. In five years, we'll all be getting shots yearly, you know? So it's just in this place where it's unknown and it's spreading quickly and we know about it spreading quickly because of this super hyperdrive world we live in now with social media and internet and all that. Um, so I think a little bit of it is like a little bit, not exaggerated fully, but there is a little bit of that, but at the same time, it is a serious thing. And I agree with what they're doing in pausing things such as the league, uh, such as school being the, the whole social distance kind of approach is good i believe i think Uh, it's not like everybody lock yourselves in your homes quarantine everybody but it's like hey do what you can to work from home do what you can to do school from home do what you can to not have sporting events for the next month you know i think i think that's a good approach yeah i think it's like again kind of what you're saying it's like finding the middle ground because a obviously this is a serious thing that people need to take seriously because at the end of the day people are dying from it and regardless yeah. of whether you're, like, a young person who is, like, oh, well, most of the people who are dying are, like, older or have, like, you know, immunodeficiencies or kids, or kids or something like yeah. that, right. Yeah, right. So, hey, like, hey so like, I'm older and I have kids. Exactly. So, like, you're, like, 40. <laughs> yeah, you're I know, fine, but, dude. But you just said older and have kids. I was like, well, I fall into both those categories. You're older yeah. than us. You're not older than my fucking parents. No, but... Oh, who are probably I, listening right now, and we, I'm like, hey, we, we wash about, your hands, because you're almost 60. <laughs> I am I am exactly the same distance between your parents as I am you. Yeah, no, you're closer to me than my dad. Oh, yeah. You're closer, yeah, to, yeah, my, yeah. You're closer yes, to my yes. mom than me, but you're closer than my dad than me. That's why we I mean, let you on the podcast, to me than my dad. Actually, it's, so. it's, it's John Ferris. <laughs> whenever I'm talking to him, I'm like, so I could be your dad. <laughs> technically you could be my no no i'd be 18 we're I, 17 years yeah. i mean technically you could be my dad not but legally but that, that, would, that would mean i wouldn't have, you know yeah sean i would have had like 20 like this is crazy yeah anyway my point is <laughs> you have to <laughs> take have, it we, like, hey it's not like we can talk about hockey here we're yeah. 17 years apart you'd have me at 17 i know <laughs> anyway, but let's that, get would, off that would be that. awkward <laughs> My point is, you're, you're my uncle now. Yeah, so yeah. It's okay. You gotta oh, take you, go. it, you gotta take it seriously, but also, yes, there is there is some domino effect where it's like everybody's canceling shit, so we gotta do that now. Like it's so it's something you should take seriously, but it's not at least at this point. Knock on wood, it's not the end of the world right now. So like you have to kind of recognize that yes, it's something you should take seriously for yourself and for others, but you know this isn't like the end of the world as of now. Hopefully, it doesn't get there, but. No, it's a it's a one percent mortality rate. I guess that's what you call it, death rate. Something one percent yeah. death yeah. rate. Same thing. That sounds like harsh to say. Yeah, mortality rate, um, which is actually less than the flu in the United States this year. So yeah, but but, but it's it like... is uh, it, it, especially because it's an unknown thing and it's evolved into like two different strains. I guess if you like weed, it's two different strains, man. <laughs> but it's two different types. indica and sativa so it's um yeah so it's kind of this it's just this young unknown virus so you don't know where it's gonna go so it's good that the precautions the world is taking right now uh someone at the hockey writers which cam you're a part of maybe you know who wrote it 
I forget. Maybe it was BSC who we mentioned. It seems it every episode. That's my boy right um, there. I love him. On uh, on how the. I think it was him on how the NHL has dealed with crises before. There was the Spanish flu in 1917, World War I. Okay. And then there was World War I and World War II, which aren't diseases, but they're big things that they had to deal with. Um, Well, racism is a disease, so, you know, know, mental disease. So World War II (laughs) definitely had some people with a mental disease. No, but also with just like, you know, you don't know what, the fuck's gonna happen like this is a world war but if it comes to home turf and players serving like ted williams of the boston red sox serving Ooh. in world war ii teddy ball but game the nhl has a history not to say like the the current people alive and not that gary bettman like knows what he's fucking doing because he has experience but the league has experienced big hardships in terms of global events and they have gone on to be very very good so um this is a it's important to remember this is a temporary thing and that a couple seasons from now will feel like a lockout yeah that's exactly what i was thinking also for the sake of the record it was not bsc it was ben frazier so just shout out ben, ben frazier, frazier also shout out to jeff side yeah it was him who wrote an <laughs> article on chara yeah, that came out today. Ooh. He shared it with me already. It was very good. I should share that on Twitter, but it was, it was go. good. Twitter Chara flipping a stick. Twitter's a ghost in, town. In the last bro. Oh, yeah. game out of the. That's uh, <laughs> his thing now. Yeah, <laughs> it Twi- was uh, the headline Twi- was something. He lifts a stick into the stratosphere, which is <laughs> fucking great. Oh. Dude, Twitter is a ghost town. It's just coronavirus updates. Oh, it's just a mess right now. I know it's chaos. Um, all right, well, seeing as this is a hockey podcast, let's get back to hockey for a second here. I, I think we all agree, obviously, worst-case scenario is, with regards to hockey, that the NHL just cancels the rest of the season. Obviously, we're all hoping it's better than then. That doesn't happen. I want to get your thoughts. What do you guys think is the best-case scenario? We'll try to be positive here for a sec. What's the best-case scenario with regards to the NHL over the coming weeks? The best case scenario, yeah. And so or let's scenario. say, let's say, let's say you're Gary Bettman and you are the all-seeing hockey lord of the United States and Canada. And in a couple of weeks, let's say theoretically three, four weeks from now, things are calming down. People, you know, it's getting better. How would you theoretically like to see this play out with regards to the regular season, to the playoffs? I know there's been talks about cutting. Part or both, there's been talks about shortening maybe the first round of the playoffs. What would your ideal scenario be a couple of weeks from now if things seem to be trending for the better? Well, if I'm Gary Bettman, I'm basically a pawn for the owners in the league. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. Who takes all the all the fucking like shit while they just are in the background, you know? Making money. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, but Gary Bettman makes a shitload of money. Yeah, for I, I don't think he's upset the pond, about it, yeah. So I'll take I'll take his job. Like fuck yeah. Um, but I think it, it, I mean it goes back to just saying what Court had said, where they just start with the playoffs, they end the season. Now I think that point percentage point point percentage point point percentage point was uh, <laughs> was really good. Um, I think that that's something I didn't even think about. I, I tweeted out, and you should follow me on Twitter because I'm so important uh, at Dushmood. Um, that they <laughs> that they should uh, that the Bruins have won the cup now because the season's over. 
Um, no, but I think I think starting with the playoffs, ending the regular season, uh, could be good. Maybe they find a way to if this only goes till the end of the month the beginning of april is still the regular season so maybe they somehow abbreviate the season mm-hmm. where they try to get a the rest of the division games in I'm best case scenario if april 1st is you're what i'm playing the division on ps4 it's a good game oh who are you playing Division, the Division Two. Come on now. Oh, like the. Anyway, actual. sorry. Yeah, I got <laughs> oh. caught on a trail. I sorry. I got. That's I what you're you always about. playing. Shout out to Tom Clancy. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I think if it ends, say it's to end on April Fool's Day. Shout Ooh. out to my uncle. Happy birthday on that day. Um, <laughs> if you it's if they birthday, were but... to resume, then you still have what ten, twelve days of the regular season. You squeeze in the rest of the division matchups that you have on your schedule because those are the most important fuck the interdivision ones the conference ones are sort of important yeah, but those division okay, okay. ones are more important so say say it was to end the beginning of april you squeeze in those and then you go to the playoffs which is i know it's weird yeah, i know it it's weird, weird but if you're if best case scenario they are playing some regular season if they have to abbreviate it that's what you do but why – so here's my interjection to that. What's the point? Like, exactly. To me, no, I to know. Me, to, I me, know it's... to me, it makes more sense, and I'm not saying this is what's going to happen. It <laughs> makes more sense that they just end the regular season, yeah, go totally. by point percentage, and start the playoffs. Because totally. unless unless if they're going – if the NHL decides to come back and they're going to have to do no fans in the stands for a couple weeks – they will come back and finish the regular season because they can play into July no problem. It doesn't matter. They and usually then they can, do. The and then <laughs> have, a, have, have an abbreviated training camp and start the season in the middle of October instead of the beginning. They can still do that yeah, no problem. Could. You'll just see a lot of back-to-backs next season. If they're not able to start the playoffs with fans in the stands, I don't think they start. They need, they they need no, the game. No, they need the game. What I was no, saying, they need the money. They don't need people cheering. They just need the money. What I was saying in our in our group chat, which came to it, it can attest to you, Corey. You're not fucking in it because right, you're I'm, never you're never coming back because you're playing video games. I'm not well, playing video games. On, hold on, hold on. I am podcast. not. I am not playing video games on this podcast. So suck it. Um, all right. <laughs> but uh, I don't even know what I was gonna say now. But. It'll come back. You said to me. silliness. You talked about your group chat that I'm not part of because originally. Oh I was yeah, part no, of it. no, no, no. Okay. You guys yes, were all drinking. You. This whole podcast started because yourself, myself, Cam, and Chris used to show what we were drinking, and then I stopped yes, drinking during yes, the game. Yes, we did. Me, me, and Chris did a like a beer thread I know. for a little bit, and no one would join it. And then Cam did, and you <laughs> did. So then it was. That's why you're a first guest. You're also our oldest guest. There you go. Exactly. Because technically, and our podcast. youngest guest yeah. to ever be on the podcast. You're the first. Guest. And our prettiest <laughs> guest. Here we go. Oh, Let's wow. keep running. <laughs> but also, these are good words. Not handsome, yeah. but pretty. <laughs> pretty. I, I, I chose it very specifically. <laughs> what I was gonna say is before. Like, I thought maybe they'd play empty stadiums during the regular season. But, Court, you mentioned the economic side. And I was more thinking the let's keep it on TV kind of thing where there's no crowd during the regular season. But I was thinking playoffs. You can't 
not have a crowd. And yes, economically, you need a crowd there. But I think also to make it like worthwhile, like imagine a Stanley Cup celebration without a fucking crowd. I, yeah, you'd almost rather just not have that's, one, right? Like, exactly. Like that's that's awful. Imagine yeah. the player skating out there without a crowd. There, it's almost especially like a, if a, I don't even yeah, know. Especially if it's like a, like a team like a, imagine Washington like first Stanley Cup, and you don't have your crowd there. Yeah. Like yeah. that would be just brutal. And I don't know. Maybe yeah. Okay. Like, imagine if the Leafs won it for the first time. In shut up! Years. Now I'm getting off the podcast. No, no. I'm just saying. Imagine the Leafs winning it in, like, 250 years or however the fuck long it's been. Um, I think it's, like, I don't know. Court now, but I don't years. fucking know. Leafs haven't uh, won since 250 years. Since 19, the dinosaurs. 1946, right? 1950? 57. 57. All right. Hold on. That's a year that didn't exist because be... I wasn't born then. No, <laughs> but... Hold on. Hold on. Six, sorry. No. 66, 67. Watch. Watch what I can do. Well, the, the listeners can't see, but you have a picture of the Stanley. Why do you have that fucking picture? It's you have a picture of, of the sixty-six, sixty-seven Toronto Maple Leafs team. Hold on, Fuck hold on. You. But, no, but it's right beside this one. Hey, I have the same picture. Also signed by yeah, Bobby why, Orr. There why, you go. It doesn't deserve to be anywhere near the Bobby Orr flying gold picture. Are you kidding me? For those listening without visuals, which is literally everyone, he showed a picture <laughs> of Bobby Orr's uh, famous flying goal slash celebration. Against St. Louis Blues in the Stanley Cup Final, not a big deal. Um, I I lost my train. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Imagine Toronto winning the cups for the first time in uh, math years, um, fifty <laughs> something years, fifty three. I guess that would be. Um, imagine them winning the cup for the first time in fifty three years, and there's no crowd. I mean, I guess since we're Bruins people, that would be funny. But also think of the league. That's you can't do that. You need a crowd there, but Court makes a good point in saying that they have plenty of time in terms of delaying the draft, even delaying the the start of next season and kind of cramming it in there, uh, but still getting eighty two games in. Uh, but yeah, you need a crowd there for the playoffs. Yeah, it's just where you mentioned the draft. Like it's it's just crazy to think about how much fallout there is from this, just specifically with regards to hockey, like. With Not guys even that. The, the people that work, but, yeah. Oh the no, people I that mean, work at the arena. Yeah, we haven't discussed that yet. But like, that's that's the thing. A lot, of, and I'm happy at least that a lot of people on Twitter and journalists are talking about this because it is really important. And like, real quick, shout out Mark Cuban because he actually unprompted discussed how he's going to put together a plan to pay his arena workers. Shark like, Tank, yeah, Shark Tank, wow. Um, but like, yeah, like obviously that's that's something that's like uh, we're talking about hockey in the NHL because that's what this podcast is about and that's ultimate what we tune in for but there are people whose lives depend on making this money and all of a sudden this being cut even not to jump too much on the media side but even journalists whose job it is to cover these teams all of a sudden don't have a well, team to cover th- it's like what do you do about that is, the good thing is for a lot of hockey and NBA journalists they have the coronavirus to cover for the next couple weeks. Yeah, that's true. Players getting tested. Oh, Patrice Bergeron was tested and he's negative. Here's an interview with him. Like, yeah. you have that, yeah. but it... Nothing can it, hurt Patrice Bergeron except groin pulls, <laughs> bruised lungs, yeah. punctured lungs, yeah, uh, cracked ribs. Patrice Bergeron. 
Patrice Bergeron would be a player, and knock on wood, freaking, I don't, what's other good luck? Like, have a rabbit's foot in my hand, I don't fucking know. But uh, he is the kind of player who would have it and comes back and is just absolutely lethal. So, uh, but yeah, no, I think in it from a journalism standpoint, I think broad spectrum, it's, uh, you got coverage, you're good. This actually helps media with everybody thinking they, you know, stay at home. And what are you going to do? You're going to watch TV. You're going to watch movies. You're going to, you know, whatever. They have plenty to cover on a sports side for the next couple of weeks. They still have something to cover in relating to this. If it has coronavirus in the headline, you're going to be fine. Look for every Joe Haggerty article that have coronavirus <laughs> in the headline uh, for the Drew, next I, Drew, I, expect, I, I expect a coronavirus article as tomorrow morning. For Just Bruins put, diehards, yeah. Put no. Nah, I'm going. Up. I'm going back to THW. I'm hitting up oh, Dean wow. tonight. <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm kidding. Yes, too no. Soon, it's not going to. Re- if I have an article, it will not relate to coronavirus. It's going to be something completely off the wall. How many swears has Zidane Chara said in an interview? Nah, it would be something random, but. uh Yeah, no. I think in that, in those terms, it's good. But that's going to get old. So, yeah, say say worst case scenario, they canceled the rest of the season. It's basically a very, very, very long off season. So that is a good that is a good point. Cam. Yeah, it's just like at some point, it's like, and again, like right now, coronavirus is like dominating not even just the media but everything. And ideally, at some point, that dies down. But if they still don't have time or the facilities or whatever to continue with the season, it's like, well, what do you cover? As a journalist, and again, like we're talking a lot about the journalists again, I I, I really want to like point out that like, there the journalism is like a small perspective of this, and like oh, the yeah. media or not the media, the, like the people working at the actual stadiums and things that's like that. That's biggest. that's like the biggest issue. So I I don't know. Again, there's just so much going on with this, and I, I think mean, no one has any fucking idea what's going on right now. And outside of the sports spectrum, you got to think about, you know, there's stores that are closing down. Yeah. Like, for sure. I think restaurants will stay open simply because everybody's going to be fucking ordering takeout once the grocery stores, as as Court can attest to. Oddly enough, I work in the restaurant industry, um, and they're down here. Don't you sell cups or some shit? Correct. So I work with the yeah. restaurants. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not some shit. It, it no, puts, I know you sell you sell products to restaurants and such. And, and yes, Tim no, Hort- you're, you're a legitimate yeah, but, salesman. I yeah. just like to disgrace you. That's okay. I appreciate it. Um, and from <laughs> what I'm like, perfect example. So I was supposed to go see Pearl Jam next Wednesday, and unfortunately, that is no longer happening. I that honestly makes me cry on the inside. Shout out Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Seriously, Man, Pearl Jam's amazing. They are. Um, I saw them live. They're great. I saw them at Fenway. Hey, I've my dad convinced times. me and my mom to go with them. You had to be, yeah. That's, that's oh, the you had to be convinced. There, it's later. It's not. It's not their prime. I know. But... What? What? They're so good. No. 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 They're Anybody still is... really great. It's not their like early days, but it's still great shit. Exactly. So that I had a reservation at a, a restaurant of someone I know um, at Union Chicken, and we had to cancel it. And I told him, he's like, dude, everybody's canceling. Like, no one's going out to restaurants in Ontario. Yeah, didn't you say the hotel called you and offered to cancel sent me it? sent me an email? Yeah, sent me an email and offered to cancel my reservation before even the NHL or NBA canceled or the or University of Maryland. Everybody, over- <laughs> yeah. Saying. So it it like I said, the the grocery stores are going to be packed. The drugstores out here and the 
the the hospitals and the healthcare facilities will be packed out here because we don't pay for it. Um, well, we pay for it in our taxes because somebody's gonna yell at the yell at their podcast. They pay for it in their taxes. Yeah, you guys paid billions of dollars for a, a wall that could have paid for your healthcare. No, they didn't um, even build the wall either. <laughs> Seriously. All right, yeah. we're not going to get too into politics. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. I apologize. Yep. <laughs> no, no, but yep. Yeah. So, all I I just it's crazy how many people are going to be affected by this. The arena workers. Like look at Todd Adjili. He works at the arena and he sings at the arena. What's he going to do now? Now, I've Fun. seen some players come out. Um some teams are going to be paying their staff, some aren't. I, I'm hoping others will follow. Um, I, uh, Love Kevin Love from the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers is donating a hundred thousand dollars. So to to the arena staff there, there's a lot of people that are going to be affected. The the restaurants around TD Garden, they're all going to be affected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, so a fun fact though is that. Uh... I forget what year it was, but it was oh, I think it was twenty twenty twelve, twenty thirteen season that we had Renee Rancourt. We have a uh, we have a uh, my family has a charity foundation that raises money for Alzheimer's research, specifically for cure Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, um, and it's uh, great. Visit us dkjfoundation.org. Uh, great cause, but. That's not the point. We we have a golf tournament every year, and one year we had Renee Rancourt come, and he just got his Stanley Cup ring. So it must have actually been the summer of 2011, right after he got his ring, and he sang he sang the national anthem before like the carts took off to go to Ooh. their holes to start the tournament. So I got to meet Renee Rancourt. So maybe you know I guess we should toss it out to to Todd there. And give him a gig. I mean, I guess it would be for charity, so we wouldn't be paying him anything. But you know, he seems he the also, type of guy. Renee Rancourt also, because my uncle is a good fan, uh, is a big fan of his. Um, my dad one time somehow found the contact to get in touch with him and had him call my uncle on his birthday and sing Happy Birthday. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and, and Jilly will, if you're a Bruins fan out there, hit up Todd and Jilly and have him sing. Just do it. It's fine. Over the phone, yeah. just do it. He need yeah. That's Use your business, <laughs> yeah. He's going to need it. Um, <laughs> for all the people who, which is everyone, who weren't worrying about this podcast continuing, <laughs> which I don't think anybody's. My parents, our parents. Not even. My parents are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no. You have a podcast, you just drink and talk about hockey. What the fuck is this? No, I'm just kidding. They've been very supportive of me. Shut up. Next week, it's just going to be drinking. So. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> <That's> no, <laughs> bruising coronavirus. I don't know. Um, but yeah, for everybody who's not concerned about us, we will continue because we are bums. We don't make any money from this. In Corona fact, and coronavirus. Yeah, I just want to like lay it out there. Like we pay Speak money for to yourself. Yeah. All right. Well, we pay money to make this podcast happen. We don't make. We we do the opposite of make money. We pay for it. I, I pay. For <laughs> yeah. It. No, you don't pay. But for we it. all are gonna pay for it. it. All right. Which, which which yeah. Hit me up on Venmo. I certainly will. You want to toss your Venmo out there? Maybe we'll get some fans. <laughs> I'm saving up for Animal Crossing and a and a DS. So everybody could use one. DS. 
My point is, we will continue. I don't know. I don't know what the actual fuck we're gonna talk about because there's no hockey being played right now. But we're gonna find a way to make this podcast. Maybe we'll just chronicle Chris's uh, like rodeo life or something. I I think. I think it will remain on topic with the Bruins, and then a lot like we're talking about now is. I mean, it's around Corona, so maybe we'll talk about that. But I think. I think we should try to focus around something like Bruins history, which we know little about. Because we're but yeah. in our twenties, but we'll figure something out. I mean, there's and look, look, we haven't even touched on potential off season stuff and how this will affect that. So maybe that'll be our next episode. We're like, obviously, we yeah. talked a lot. We kind of talked last episode about your unrestricted and restricted free agents. There's a lot to discuss there with regards to how this might affect yeah. that. Actually, this is something that maybe will. I want to hear Court's opinion. Do you see a Krug and or DeBrusque extension right now? I th- yes. I think maybe something you have to consider is what you said about the cap like way earlier that well, okay. they want the cap to go up. So if Very they good resume, point. then yes. But if they say they weren't to resume, I think they're kind of in murky waters right now. Like what now, if the cap doesn't go up? What do they What do? they do? I could see DeBrus doing a bridge deal just like they did with Carlo and yeah. Uh, yeah. McAvoy. We, we, so talked about, we talked about that DeBrus, last episode. DeBrusque yeah. is not uh, going to be getting too much money. Plus, to be totally honest, you, you know where I stand on him. The guy's great and all, but he's underperformed. Consistency is the yeah, big he's, issue. He's he, under, he has he's flares of looking like a, a great top six forward and then other, and, other instances where he's third one. And let's be honest. I, I, he has more talent on his pinky finger playing hockey than I do, but just, just my opinion watching him, he's very inconsistent. But I, without a shadow of a doubt, Tory Crew will be signing a deal with Boston. Mm. And, and we talked about this last episode, but I want to hear your opinion. What do you think that will look like, that, that, that deal? Under seven. For under seven. Under seven. 6.9, 6.8 on a six year, seven year deal. Um, really? If you get him on a short term, you're going to have to pay more. Give him a long term deal. He is part of the culture of this hockey club. He is on brand. He's made a comment that he's willing to take less. He could get eight on the open market, but if he's willing to take less, I say under seven, he stays with the Boston Bruins, especially with their 100 point season. Him and being ingrained, his wife is very ingrained with the community and the hockey club. It's going to be, people can keep saying Detroit, they can keep saying what all they want to say. It's going to be very difficult for him to leave personally, yes. not financially, personally. I, and that that is a big, big um, caveat for the Boston Bruins. Um, for people that don't know me very well, my dad played for the team, and he told me even back then, guys took team friendly deals. This Bobby Lalonde, by the th- way. This is this is a thing about the Boston Bruins where the other other fan bases are jealous of Boston being able to keep these players. Like, just think of past this contract. Look at the think whole of, first line, yeah. Yeah, and when even when they signed, yes, they are cheap now. Even when they signed, those were cheap deals. Oh, yeah. So people need to realize and remember, as much as they want to hate Toy Krug, I, I can't see Toy Krug not coming back. Yeah, I don't, it, I don't see anybody not coming back. I actually see the Boston Bruins trying to add over the summer, um, maybe moving Moore's contract and trying to add over the summer. I I will say just very quickly before I hand it over to Cam to give his take. I agree completely with absolutely everything you said except for the number. I think it will be seven to seven point five because I agree he could get eight plus. 
on the open market. I think it will take at least seven, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, again, we kind of discussed this last episode. I don't want to jump too much on it, but I think around seven, a little bit more. Um, but again, I think Court's exactly right. I think, kind of like we discussed last time, Krug has been pretty open about how he wants to stay in Boston, and from everything that we've seen, it sounds like he's pretty likely to take a, a discount. Um, you know, if the question, of course, is how much he and the Bruins overlap on what a fair discount is. But I, I would be a little bit surprised if he's not wearing black and gold come the 2020-2021 season. Yeah, he's definitely, I mean, I've never met him. I don't know him personally at all. Just hearing interviews and such, he does not seem like one of those players who is going to say, I'm going to test the over mark, uh, the open market so that you reevaluate your deal and have to offer me more. He, If this were a regular season, I would think he would re-up before July 1st or even before the regular season ended. Um, but now, you know, it's a, it's, it's a whole different ball game right now, but I still see him resigning with the Bruins, regardless of if, if it's after the quote unquote off season, whatever that winds up being or, or before then, yeah. whatever that winds up being. And another thing is I think that court kind of mentioned, and we, we kind of glossed over twice or three times maybe, but we talked a little bit about last episode, the cap was supposed to increase potentially by a good amount. Who knows? how that would have ended up but it's yeah, like 84 right now, was the, for, for those who didn't listen yeah. here 84 was the minimum yeah so this is gonna throw a wrench in that like who knows exactly how much the cap is gonna increase um you know given and i we won't know for quite some time at this point but based on whether there's more of the regular season whether there's playoffs even if it does happen how the league does in general with that so there's there's just so much i mean again like i hate being like well, we have more questions than answers because what's the point of fucking listening to this podcast if you're just getting more questions, right? But at the end of the day, I think everyone like is kind of on the same wavelength here that that's the truth, is that based on everything we know right now, and hopefully by next week when we record again or the week after that, we'll have a couple more answers, but right now it's just everything's in limbo. So it's going to be interesting, cause, but, but at the end of the day, how the cap changes is going to affect who the Bruins can re-sign. So there's... There's a lot of, you know, cards that still need to fall into place here. I agree. Um, so is there anything else we want to toss out here before we wrap up? Uh, I got nothing personally, but any of you got something to toss out there for um, a topic to discuss or just a point you want to make? Thank you for having me on. Yeah. yeah. No, Corey, it's been a- Yeah, it'll be your last fucking time. Yeah, no, but yeah. Drew, wow. shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's not true. I, hold on, hold on. I thought, I'll see I, you I, next I thought, week. No. I thought, yeah, I, was, I thought Chris was going to be off for a bit. I thought this was a reoccurring segment. He is off for a bit, but to those who are still listening somehow, uh, we do have a special guest lined up next episode. Oh, my guess? I could who, guess? I could guess that guess in a second. Yeah, but we right, could, but let's not spoil it. it. Well, even if he does, correct. we can edit it out. It's, it's fine. Pro- but it's, it's definitely correct. probably right. But my guess, my guess is the saw. other ma- – he's a managing partner at Bruins Diehards, but we'll just keep going on that one. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll tease that one a little bit more, but yeah, we will <laughs> I, just, I just gave the answer. But real quick, yeah, if people actually – well, first of all, Court, thank you for coming on. 
we kind of plugged a little bit here, but I'm not gonna thank you. He forced his way <laughs> no, on. No, 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 no. Thank I didn't force my way on here. I fucking asked you like two weeks, three weeks. No, ago, four <laughs> weeks. Ago. Well, Court, I no, I, I want to give you the opportunity here for the 12 people to listen. Just kidding, it's a little bit more than that. But uh, do plug your plug your stuff, your Twitter, your website, all oh, that. Yes. Please get yes. the opportunity. So um, I am uh, the I have the fancy title of COO at Bruins Diehards. That's uh, BruinsDieHards.com. Uh, we have this uh, great new writer. His name is uh, Drew. Uh, I can't remember his last name for some reason. Uh, uh, son of John. Drew, Drew <laughs> Schmoob. <laughs> um, My dad's name is Bruce, not John, but Johnson. I know a Bruce. Um, my uh, my Twitter handle is at Court Lalonde. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's. Oh, I also have a podcast. It's called Bruins Diehards. Uh, it's on Apple Podcasts. It's not it's, your podcast, but you're now on it, which is great. Weekly. Well, I'm I'm C I'm C O O, so it is my. No, I'm kidding. You're right. Um, you have a partial share. You're a co-host. I have a share of nothing equals nothing. But uh, I enjoy no, it. It equals nothing, like currency wise, but it means it means a lot, a lot. in the heart. It means a lot. It, it means a lot in the cockles of my heart. But um, the cockles of your heart. Yeah, exactly. It's a whole little Dennis Leary line. Um, yes, Drew. Now you're putting me on a tangent. But yes, you can uh, follow me. You people. If you, listen I'm putting to this, you. You say if, I tangent because yeah, I do. This is but hard. But you like, call me out. If you yeah. listen to this podcast, you obviously know Drew. You obviously know Cam. You already know me. So, if you don't, then I'm impressed. If you don't know me and you listen to this podcast, follow me on Twitter, and then I'll actually know that you didn't. What's know your Twitter? At Court Lawn. I already said that. Oh, nice. All right. Well, Court. Thanks. What's your name? I don't know your name <laughs> either. What's your name? Joey who, Jojo. Who Shabadoo. do you work for? <laughs> Drew's already too many deep here. This is a this is a I, I, that was a joke. I'm not too many <laughs> no, I'm deep. Kidding, I'm, I'm not as many as deep as like whatever episode. <laughs> he doesn't I even know. Nobody knows. Nobody on, knows. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Court, thank you so much for coming on. We will most definitely have you on here again. Even if we have to kick Drew off, we'll just replace him with Chris, and then we'll have you on again. We'll figure something out. One um, last thing, though, before we end, Chris <laughs> sings at the end of every episode. So, Court, yeah, it's as, on you. Yeah. As your repla- as as his replacement, we we ask you to please sing something. I'm not saying Chris is a great singer because <laughs> not even a good one. No, I'm just but, <laughs> no, I do appreciate it though. I miss, I miss Chris. I do. I do. But Court, you gotta sing something. You can sing anything. Sing something from your era that we don't even fucking know because you're an old geezer. Or, <laughs> You know, sing something we do now. No, I got nothing, dude. No, and then you're putting me on the spot. I can't He's, do that. Okay. Uh, oh, Jam. I got Pearl Jam. No. Um. Uh. Foo all, I, all I have is like, let it go in my head right now. No, we're not doing. <laughs> do that. it. Do it. Do no, it. Do no. it. Yeah. Let it go. Your you're giving the people what they want. The daughter that listens to Frozen. Into the uh, watches no. Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Hold on here. I can do this. Here we can get copyright strike. No, 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 no. no, no. It's gotta be from. No, 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 no. It's gotta let be from go. you. Let it go. Let's see those phone cords. Something, something. No. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. 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 Let it go.